You're listening to episode 29 of the ESL Teaching Podcast. The goal of this and other summer episodes is to provide you with maximum value in short and effective doses so you can take action right away. Last week, I talked about creating a scope and sequence, the big picture roadmap of teaching newcomers in middle and high school. In today's episode, I wanted to zero in a little bit and chat with you about another helpful tool, a curriculum guide. I will talk about what it is, what to include, and the process of creating one. I will also share with you an example of a unit in a curriculum guide and some resources that you can use based on your teaching situation. This episode is full of ideas that will inspire you and that you can implement right away. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the ESL Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Yeva Grossless, otherwise known as Simply Yeva, and I am so thankful that you tuned in. I'm looking forward to sharing both my knowledge and experience on this podcast, as well as that of my fellow teachers. Hello, hello, everyone. So one of the most frequently asked questions, again, (laughs) that I hear from many ESL teachers is related to a curriculum, especially a newcomer curriculum. Um, I keep hearing these questions. What materials do you recommend? How do you find an affordable program that would meet the needs of our newcomers? And these are just a few. And as an ESL teacher, especially one who works with students in multiple schools and grade uh, levels, you may not have a plan for teaching ESL students to follow. I am in that same position and I didn't have a plan. In many cases, our students are supposed to be following the general curriculum, and uh, while it leaves a lot of room for creativity, what do you do when a newcomer arrives? Surely, to expect someone who has no basic grasp of the English language to understand, follow, and perform in a regular classroom would be simply naive, if not absurd. I talk about what to teach absolute beginners and the strategies for teaching them in uh, earlier podcast episodes. Uh, So if you have listened to those or read any of my blog posts on my website, you already have a pretty good idea of what to cover when teaching newcomers. That said, while those tips alone may be helpful, they do not give you a clear plan on where to start and what to include in your lessons. So trust me, I have been there myself. For the past few years, our district, which does not have a large population of English learners compared to some, but it is substantial, especially with the few teachers that we have. Uh, So our district has been getting at least one or two newcomers from various countries who speak absolutely no English. They're all in different grades with varied backgrounds and schooling experiences. Knowing what to teach is always great, and that's what... um, my newcomer teaching checklist does it gives you you know tells you the topics but i realized that having a clear strategy on what to teach first what grammar and phonics points to include as well as what comes next would be absolutely invaluable so i started looking around on the internet to see if i could find something that would help me out in this department My search rendered a few results, such as Newcomer Toolkit from the U.S. Department of Education, as well as a few others. 
As much uh, as many teachers do, I also looked on Teachers Pay Teachers and have found a newcomer curriculum outline that lists topics uh, to cover by the week. At the same time, as great as these resources are, they lacked the specificity I was looking for. I do like to have a specific plan. Uh, The general plan is great, but I also like to jot down the specifics. So my goals are clear. I want my students to learn the basics of English and be able to begin communicating in it. Uh, But what are my objectives? How do I get to them? So I ended up creating... um, a curriculum guide myself. And I have a full done-for-you newcomer curriculum guide, which you can purchase with a click of a button linked below this episode. I did want to share the process of creating a guide and the steps that I took in case you would like to try to do it yourself. I know some teachers prefer doing everything themselves uh, because that's how it helps them to, you know, get the ideas on paper and they know their students um, while other teachers like everything done for them. So I have both and I'm sharing both right here. So first of all, what is a curriculum guide in general? It is nothing more, nothing less than a plan on how you will teach a particular course. So in this case, it is a plan on how you will teach ESL newcomers and uh, beginners. Now, last week, I shared the scope and sequence, and the scope and sequence is a a lot more general uh, document. It does not include the materials, it does not include the objectives, but it is a good one to have um, if you have a dynamic teaching situation, and it's just in general good to have because it lists the goals for the month um, and uh, some strategies and what the students can do and, um, and so on. A curriculum guide um, allows the teacher to work with the main ideas and activities or projects that help the students move forward, okay? And also allows you to plan the units to come. So it is not a full and rigid curriculum, but it is a live document that follows the students and gives the flexibility to the teacher. So if you have, let's say, a unit planned out and it goes shorter or longer, you know, you adapt to that. But it does provide the much needed clarity in teaching newcomers. It outlines the essential questions. It outlines the objectives, the standards that you want your students to meet. It will give you an idea of what activities you can incorporate and what vocabulary to use, as well as the grammar and phonics points to cover. So how do we create a curriculum guide? Creating a consistent curriculum guide has been on my mind for some time, but did I know where to start or how to proceed? Nah. Can you relate to this? So, of course, I do research. Um, You probably already noticed that I try things out and see what works and what doesn't, and I share them with you so that you don't have to make the same mistakes. Obviously, you will make your own mistakes, but I want to to make it easier for you uh, as someone who has been there and done that and has uh, figured out the process. So, after some research, I decided to ask myself three broad questions. What is my goal? What is the age of my students? Um, and this is an important question to ask because um, 
while maybe the topics are similar, um, but uh, certain aspects we probably will include in the elementary curriculum guide and not pay, not give that much time in the middle and high school uh, newcomer curriculum guide. So um, these are so, what the what is the age of my students is an important question to ask. And also, what can I do? Basically, what do I already have? How much time do I have? What materials I can use and so on. So there are several steps involved in creating a curriculum guide. Um, and I want to outline them below. Namely, there are three steps. Okay, so the first one is we start with the what. So we again, ask ourselves a few more questions. What are the topics and language structures that a newcomer needs to learn first in order to begin understanding, speaking, reading and writing English? What are the English language development standards in your state that could guide you? What are some of the materials you could use consistently to teach the student? And what are the essential questions that drive your school? Um, it is nice to go hand in hand with um, what your students actually need. That way the newcomers will get more help by learning the basics of English, but they will also be able to connect the topics to what the, the students are learning in the mainstream classroom. And uh, of course, what are the points in the school-wide curriculum that the students should be able to do? Is it something that, you know, higher level uh, is already required, like writing research papers? Do, do you do a lot of analyzing of novels? Do you do a lot of history and so on and so forth? So these are going to be good anchors for your teaching. The second step is, of course, to take action. Now, once you have figured out the what, it is time to put it into coherent order. So your curriculum guide should be a document that you can refer to at any time and be able to tell what you need to do next. So, of course, you also should be able to, to tweak as you go because you know your students best. And as we know, the teaching situations are not static. They are dynamic. So you can start taking action by creating a spreadsheet or a table in a document and decide how many fields you will need. I personally use Google Docs for that and for everything else. So here is an example of how you can format it. Let me pull it up and see what I have for you. So. First of all, I write a unit topic and a timeline. And um, then the timeline, usually I add for two or three weeks, but this is something that you can totally tweak. Okay, so let's say the first unit would be introductions. Um, that's the one that I usually start with. Again, it can take uh, two or three weeks or it can take, you know, one week and you can move on to the next one. Then I write an essential question, which is the guiding question for the entire unit. Okay, so what are the important, the most important things for us to know when starting to learn a new language? And that is an important essential question. It is broad enough and it allows us to kind of then go through objectives, learning outcomes, topics, vocabulary, grammar, and instructional activities. So uh, 
the way I write the objectives, I do this uh, SWBAT, students will be able to, and I list out several objectives, uh, considering that this is a two or three unit uh, week unit, okay? So the students will be able to introduce themselves and talk about themselves and family. Uh, the students will be able to say and write numbers and information that contains numbers, uh, state basic needs and ask for help. There are several uh, other objectives, but for the sake of time, I just wanted to give you an example. So once we have our um, objectives, then we go to the learning outcomes. And this is where I use the standards. Uh, the WIDA can do descriptors. Uh, they're called differently uh, now, but I look at the listening, reading, speaking, and writing, and I look at level one and uh, going towards level two. So for example, for our objectives, the students will be able to show comprehension, comprehension in listening by drawing, labeling, acting. Uh, students will be able to follow oral instructions uh, by, you know, di dictation and be able to respond with appropriate actions or writing. And the students will be able to speak by using single words or short phrases. So we have the objectives. We're going to, we look at the WIDA can do's or whatever standards you have. And then uh, we are able to see how they're going to meet those objectives. Now, Next, I list out the topics. So we, the topics that we will be covering would be meeting new people. We're going to be talking about family members, friends, maybe a little bit of tiny bit of geography as in where in the world you are. We also are going to cover some classroom language and objects. Then the next section, I list out the vocabulary. Uh, so this is completely up to you. I listed some of the basic words such as address, classroom, name, student, country, um, and a few phrases. Um, but this is something that you can tweak as you go, because again, it is uh, not, you know, one and done. It's kind of like a live document. The next section is uh, grammar or phonics areas. So uh, it is important for me to know that the students know the alphabet and we go over the vowels, short and long, um, subject pronouns, contractions, indefinite articles. Um, I use a lot of this um, information that I put into my curriculum guide. I use from the newcomer teaching checklist as well as from the grammar uh, teaching sequence. Both of them you can grab on my website and they're completely free. So if you are looking to create your own, uh, that would be a good starting uh, point. And then I list out the instructional activities and assessments. So would be like labeling or role plays or uh, dictation, retelling and so on. So these are some of the things that you can take action on, you know, think about how you want to lay out your curriculum guide and what you want to include in it and go for it. You know, um, this was just a simple example. And the last step is zeroing in and it is time to collect the materials. Okay. There are tons of great resources out there, and I'm not going to go over all of them here, but I just wanted to mention a couple. So the first one that I have mentioned in other episodes is National Geographic, uh, National Geographic's by, uh, 
can't speak today, <laughs> Inside the USA by National Geographic, which I have tried. Um, another one that I have heard about, but I have not used is Eyelit ELL from Savas Learning Company. But of course, my favorite is the ESL Teaching Roadmap uh, membership, where you can get access to newcomer and mixed proficiency level resources that you can use throughout the school year. And all of the lessons and activities are field tested, so to speak. I use them with my students and I tweak them as I go. And I can guarantee that your students not only will learn, but also enjoy doing so. So, um, I will link the resources below this episode, but that's basically all there is. Um, let's recap the process of creating a curriculum guide. And uh, let's see, we have three steps. We're starting with the what, and we're asking the what questions. What are the topics and language structures that a newcomer needs to learn first? Uh, what are the standards that you're going to be using? What are materials? What are the essential questions? Um, the second step is taking action. And it is basically laying out your curriculum guide. You know, you can, which ones are you going to use? Are you going to use the unit topic, the timeline? How long do you think it will take to teach this? The essential questions, you're going to list your objectives, outcomes, topics, vocabulary, etc. And then the final step is zeroing in, which is collecting the materials and the materials I already mentioned uh, just a second ago. So as always, I have useful resources that I want to share with you. So if you want to give it a try and create a curriculum guide yourself, I have created a curriculum guide template, which you can download by clicking the link below this episode. And also I mentioned at the start of this episode that I also have a complete curriculum guides for both elementary and secondary English learners. Each include eight and 10 units respectfully, respectively. So <clears throat> a, they each include the learning objectives and outcomes, essential questions, lists of suggested materials, suggested timelines, vocabulary, activities, assessments, and so on. Again, this is just a guide. So it is, um, it is not a full curriculum. And if you want to purchase a full curriculum, you can go to the ESL teaching roadmap. But the guide, if you are creating your own program, is going to be very, very helpful to you. That is all for today. I hope you found this episode useful. Uh, you will find all the links to um, the curriculum guides and to the template, as well as uh, some other resources right underneath this episode. And again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to do two things. First, make sure to subscribe to the ESL Teaching Podcast so you don't miss an episode. And second, leave a positive review wherever you listen, on iTunes, Spotify, or any other platform. Positive reviews will improve the chances of this podcast to be discovered in the feed and help our fellow ESL ELL teachers. And of course, there's a third thing. If you aren't following me on social media yet, come join me on Instagram at Simply Yeva ESL, Facebook Simply Yeva, 
or connect with me on my website, simplyyeva.com. Thanks again, and until next time.